Hey everyone, welcome to Finance in the Flash. On this episode, we have our tax expert back, Aaron Campbell, and we will be taking a deeper dive into Roth conversions, Roth IRAs, and the benefits of Roth conversions, as well as situations where you should utilize them. Again, thanks for listening to this episode. This is Finance in the Flash. Let's go. All right, everyone, let's get started. So in one of our previous episodes, we briefly outlined Roth conversions and Roth IRAs. And this episode, we're going to go more in depth on who should actually consider them, what the strategy actually means, and really the ins and outs of it. But before we consider, you know, the merits of a Roth conversion or if it's useful, if we're, we should actually use it, Aaron, if you could um, really, I guess, just honestly just describe what a Roth IRA is first to get started, because I know not everyone may know what a Roth IRA is. Yeah, sure. Um, so a Roth IRA is just simply an account with money in it, and the money could be invested however. Um, but basically, while the money is in a Roth IRA, it's not subject to any kind of tax. So the earnings are not taxed. Um, but the best part is, is that when it comes out of the of the account, it's not taxed either. So mm-hmm. while you don't get a tax deduction going in, you you don't have to pay taxes when the money comes out. And so this can be a great strategy for, you know, younger people who don't need tax deductions on their current return, but they could put money in a Roth IRA, let it grow, and then when they take it out later, when they're older, presumably it would be tax-free. Um, and so the other thing that I think are, is good about a Roth IRA is that prior to age 59 and a half, uh, you don't have to, you could take the money out. So with an IRA or a 401k plan, you know, your employer will tell you, you can't take the money out till you're after you're 59 and a half. Well, mm-hmm. with a Roth IRA, you can take it out at any time, the original contribution, not yeah. the earnings, you know, you have yeah. to leave the earnings in there, but it could kind of be like a backup emergency fund if you needed it to. Um, uh, just real quick, I guess, mm-hmm. just to clarify for people that are listening. So let's say I, you know, and I don't know if we talked about the um, how much you can put in a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. um, which is six thousand right. if you're below fifty years old, and seven thousand if you're over fifty. That's right. Um, with a one thousand um, dollar catch up contribution, but let's say I have twenty thousand dollars in a Roth IRA, I've put in fifteen, so there's five earnings. I can take out the fifteen thousand without any penalties at all. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And and it's not going to be taxed either. Yep. So you know it's kind of a way to save money for the future. But if you need to get to the money, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the hang up though for a lot of people is that there's an income phase out. So once your income goes up above, um, I think with married people it's like two hundred six thousand at least this year. That goes up every single year. Um, and single people it, it's it's less than that. It's like one hundred thirty nine, one hundred forty thousand. Um, once your income is above that amount, you're no longer eligible to contribute directly to a Roth IRA. So that's really something that people, when they're in their lower earning years, should take advantage of. Yeah. Um, but there's, you know, the problem with that is, do they have the cash to put it in? Um, and so uh, what we always run into then is, well, goodness, I never had a Roth IRA when I was younger. How can I get one now? And so that's kind of where these Roth conversions come into play. Yeah, I, I agree. And also, I would, um, and we might talk about it later, but with traditional IRAs, you're required to take a required minimum distribution, which we call RMD, and some people don't know what that means. But essentially, um, you have to take a certain amount of money out of your tr- IRA after you're now 72. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but with the Roth IRA, you don't, right? That's right. Only if it's an inherited IRA. Correct. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so if I've contributed to a Roth IRA all along, 
the way, then I turn 72, I have to take money out of my IRA or my 401k plan. With a Roth, you're not required to take a distribution. But if you do, you can, um, but you just don't pay taxes on that Roth distribution. So it's a nice way to have a little bit of flexibility when you're taking money out of your accounts mm-hmm. in retirement probably um, to have different taxation for the different accounts. Okay, awesome. Um so now that we kind of have a baseline of what a Roth IRA is, maybe we can kind of go into the definition or describe what is a Roth conversion, and then you know that'll lead into who and when should we use it. But I guess first, let's just describe what exactly a Roth conversion is. Yeah, so a Roth conversion, to put it as simply as I can, you take money out of an IRA or a 401k plan, but generally an IRA, and you move it from the IRA to the Roth account. Now, in moving it from the IRA account, you have to pay income taxes. So you're going to pay income taxes in the current year for any money you take out of that IRA, but then you're going to put it in a Roth to then hopefully never be taxed again. Yeah. And that isn't the six and $7,000. That could be as much as you want to take out. In fact, the IRS would prefer you to take out the whole account yeah, and so move they it get over their money and now. get their taxes. Yeah. So, there, so just to clarify, there is no limit on how much you can convert to... No, and Roth, uh-uh. Granted, you have to pay all of that tax yeah. in this year that you do it, right. but there is no limit. No, and I don't think I would, um, I, you know, that, the thing about it is I wouldn't do an entire account. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I like to think about it in terms of being as strategic as possible in the amount you take out. So yeah. um, This is, again, where, you know, tax is also a big portion of this because it could set you over in um, another income bracket, right? That's right. Yeah. A lot of times we use it to maximize a a lower bracket for somebody who has a lower income. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess leading into maybe what are some things people should think about prior to a Roth conversion when they're evaluating the decision? Should I do a Roth conversion? Should I not? What are some uh, options or some questions people should have or weigh when they're thinking about doing this? Yeah. I mean, the the big one that obviously everyone who's listening is going to say is, well, how much income tax am I going to yeah, have to pay yeah. in addition to kind of what my already I'm already paying? Um, so it's that. What is the tax cost going to be? And then how am I going to make up the difference? Am I going to withhold more from my, my paycheck? Am I going to pay tax estimates? You know, how am I going to pay that? Because in general, we don't want to withhold taxes on that conversion. You mm-hmm. want to maximize the, the amount you get into that tax-free account, and you want to have other money that you would then use to pay the extra taxes. Um, kind of some pitfalls, I think, really, okay. is... Um, you know, you want to be careful if you're over age 65 that you're not kind of going above a certain amount for Medicare premiums because okay. Medicare premiums will rise as your income rises. So you just need to be uh, cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to pay extra Medicare premiums if, if at all possible. Um, you know, and, and the other thing is to think about is just kind of um, how it would help, you know, with family strategy. Because now with the SECURE Act, we have a situation where, if you if you're an inheriting an IRA from say your parents or wherever whoever, um, you have ten years that you have to take that IRA out. That can be a significant tax impact. So I think a lot of people I think are thinking about this in terms of oh well this is a good time to do a Roth conversion, get it in a tax free account, and yes your beneficiary will still have to take it out in ten years, but they won't be taxed on exactly. it. So I think that's a that's a something to think about too. Yeah, I think I think that's great. So. Uh, uh, maybe a question I would have or someone else would have, you know, maybe can you give me an example of a hypothetical person that would be in a situation where this would make sense? Yeah. So we use it most often for people who have retired from work, um, 
but then are not yet taking Social Security or not yet taking their requirement of distribution, just dependent on the person. But um, kind of the sweet spot are those people in their early 60s mm-hmm. who've already retired, and then they don't really have any income coming in. And so where we used to see them in a 25% tax bracket, maybe they're in the 12 or the 15%, whatever. So we can maximize that lower bracket, knowing yeah. that in the future, when they have Social Security or when they take distributions from their IRAs, they're going to be in a higher tax bracket again. Yeah. So it's kind of taking advantage of kind of those plateaued years, I suppose. Yeah, so maybe, you know, let's say we have a mid-career professional who's in one of the higher tax brackets who, you know, may have this opportunity later, you know, in their life to be in a lower income, you know, lower income bracket. Maybe that doesn't make complete sense. I think it's, you know, like we talked about before, you know, we came on it maybe makes sense to, you know, weigh the options, but I feel like the person in that circumstance may not be as, may not benefit as much being in the higher tax bracket. Right. Yeah. I don't tend to want to do it for people who are in their highest earning years. Um, it's just a hard sell for me personally to say, Hey, let's pay taxes at the highest bracket <laughs> Yeah. and to get money in a tax free asset. Cause there may be a time later when that there's a better opportunity for that. Yeah. So what if, you know, let's hypothetical question in this, you know, might be one hard answer, but client comes in, says, I really want to do, I know I'm in a higher tax bracket right now. I want to do a Roth conversion, but I believe that taxes, you know, based on politics, world events, economic events, whatever, that they're going to increase over the next couple of years. I think a lot of people will say, oh, well, that's easy. Just do a Roth conversion, but mm-hmm. maybe, you know, what else? So we kind of touched on earlier, but what else should they be cognizant of? You know, maybe that doesn't happen and that is a um, prediction. But what would your response to someone who maybe had that thought? Yeah. I mean, there's no harm in it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in the same tax bracket in the future as you are right now, there's not necessarily harm in it. You're just paying it now versus paying it in the future. And I do think, I mean, the current tax rates are set to expire in 2026. So, if, if we just think about that, that's six years from now, and that's with no change to the political climate and there's, you know, all of that. So I think that there, that person can make a good argument that, hey, I'm in the 35% bracket, and in the future that bracket will be 37% or 39%. Um, and so maybe it does make sense. And I don't think anybody's ever going to regret doing it, um, but I just would do small amounts. You know, hey, let's just do 10000 this year, you know, or whatever. So um, just to kind of put a little bit in that account, but hope for the opportunity for more later. So, and uh, that's, that's awesome. I also, again, had another question. So let's say, um, and maybe this isn't necessarily pertaining to this entirely, but we kind of talked about it in, in another podcast, you know, ways to minimize income, maybe not ways to minimize in- income, but the use of having a tax professional on your side. Mm-hmm. You know, what are some ways that you've seen or that you've experienced in the past that, all right, let's, we're taking a big chunk. We're doing a Roth conversion this year. It's a big chunk of money. We're going to have some taxes to pay. What are some ways that we could maybe, is there any ways that we could lower that tax impact for this year? Yeah. Uh, Well, there could be. I mean, a lot of times the other opportunity other than low income years is like if they have 
unused itemized deductions. Mm. Um, and so that could be coming from, you know, a mortgage. It could also be coming from a charitable kind of thing. And so I see a lot of people will do, you know, hey, I'm going to do a Roth conversion, but I'm also interested in giving money to charity this year. And you can kind of work those two together. It could be a donor advised fund, but it could just be directly to charity. You know, maybe they have something they really feel, you know, strongly about. Well, let's also do a Roth conversion in that same year and try to, you know, maximize the benefit of of the charitable gift. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So, I mean, really, we went over what a Roth IRA is, what a Roth conversion is, and then situations where we would use it. Um, Is there, do you have anything else to add? I know we have, you actually wrote an article this on our website, beaconfinancialstrategies.com, and our blog page that kind of goes over this as well, Roth conversions. Yep. Um, but anything else to add before we close it out? Well, one big thing um, is that I think 2020 we have a, an interesting year because required minimum distributions from those IRAs mm-hmm. are not, they don't have to be taken this year. Um, and so suddenly we have a situation where people who are over 72, it might be a good year to do a Roth conversion for them and just think about, okay, what was that required minimum distribution? And let's let's take that money out, put it in a Roth. We didn't have the opportunity before. You can't mm-hmm. do a Roth conversion with a, with a minimum distribution. Yep. And so that's an opportunity that I think it's a new range of people out there that could potentially do that, uh, take money out, put it in a Roth and, um, and put, get it in a tax-free account. So I think, I think that's an opportunity for, for 2020, at least in my mind. Yeah. I think that's an awesome opportunity as well. So, um, that pretty much closes out the episode. We went over a lot on, you know, Roth conversions and who should use them and what exactly is a Roth IRA. And like I said, there is an article on our website that goes into it as well. So Aaron, thanks for joining us yep. again. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening to Finds in a Flash. We'll see you next time.